What's up? What's good? And what day is it? It's Pipeline Podcast Day. I'm Piper P. Landia here with The Pipeline. We cover women's issues and world news. We got Cullen here, my co-host, and we just be covering it all. Our show is hosted on the amazing platform at The Study Dallas that you can find on Facebook, Instagram, on their website, anywhere, iTunes, even Spotify, so go check them out. Hit them up, see what they're all about. And then, when you want to feel good, feel a little relaxed at the end of the day, hit up my friends at 408 Farms for some righteous Cali Bud. So stay tuned, this is The Pipeline. It's me, Piper, with The Pipeline. This week, we have an awesome new guest. Cullen, unfortunately, had to save some barber hair days over at the barber shop. You know what I'm saying. Fades by Fox. Go check him out. At the Trill Messiah. And he's with us, I would say, in spirit, but I don't think he would like that very much. So he's just not here today. Okay, so that's where we're. That's how we're starting off. But we have an awesome guest, and she is Maggie from Blue Bonnet Birth Services. I'm gonna have you go ahead and introduce yourself. What is it that you do, Maggie? Hey guys, I'm Maggie Wells. I'm a full-time newborn care specialist and a birth doula. I also offer placenta. In- in encapsulation, uh, belly binding, belly casting. Ooh. I do some uh, henna blessings, um, and I'm also a hypnobirthing instructor, and I teach uh, some uh, spinning babies. Okay, so we're just gonna start off by just like explain just any of that. So of what <laughs> is what is a baby bind or belly binding? Yeah, so uh, so belly binding goes way back. Um, it's a tradition to help uh, close the body after you have a baby. Oh, um, wow. Because a lot of times after you have a baby, like your organs kind of feel like loosey-goosey, almost like they're going to like fall out of you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so it helps to put like warming herbs on the body. Okay. And then you wrap it like really tightly. So it's kind of like a more flexible corset in a way. Okay. Um, it just kind of gives you some like structure, um, makes you feel better. Um, and then also helps your uh, helps your body and your uterus um, sh- like uh, shrink back down to its pre-baby size. Yeah, because I guess when you like pass a human, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So Maggie's a birthing specialist. If you guys haven't <laughs> picked it up, sorry, we just dived right in. I was just so much information in her title. Just I was like, let's just get into it because I don't know what any <laughs> of that is. So belly biting, that's awesome because I guess you don't think about it because I guess when mm-hmm. you pass a human through your body, you are kind of an open cavity and you want to do right. what you can to help it close up and become mm-hmm. normal again. And yeah, like like I know that women tear and that's like mm-hmm. the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, that makes so much sense and that does sound like so soothing and nice. And just I guess after you have a baby, like self-care is like becomes Definitely. number one. And then you said... Um, uh, what was the hypnobirthing? That's wild to yeah. me. <laughs> that is so wild to me. What is that? Yeah, I really love teaching that to my clients. Um, so 
you don't have to you know give birth in a hospital or at home to be what we call like a hypno mom that's when you yourself i mean you're in charge the whole time it's not like hypnosis that you think of in las vegas where they make you like dance with a chair you know when you're okay. like not in control this is like you are in control of bringing yourself into your own hip Gnosis so you know slow and so calm to where you're almost asleep like you know like right before you fall asleep and you're kind of like in that like twilight like yeah. super relaxed state we try to train moms to teach themselves how to get into that state so they can be so calm and relax their muscles and their body to be able to birth their baby e easier e yeah because okay. if you think of um like with us, we both have a lot of like tattoos. Mm -hmm. So if you're like tensed up while you're getting like a tattoo, it's worse. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely hurts more. So if you can just relax and get into this rhythm and just like let it happen, it doesn't hurt nearly as bad. Oh, okay, same, okay. So we try to teach that same kind of concept to our moms too. So um, you're a doula, which um, a midwife and a doula are two different things. Right. So explain the role of a doula, um, because I feel like people understand more what a midwife is. They like kind of actually do the the birthing part, but you do mm -hmm. what? What is your role? Yeah. So the so the short version is that a doula is a birth coach. Um, the longer version is that we you know teach uh, birth and postpartum education, um, and then we support them. We support the mother um, and the partner and the whole family sometimes if there's like some uh, siblings um, mm -hmm. during the birthing uh, process. Um, and you could have a doula whether you're giving birth at home, at a birth center, or at a hospital. I get okay. that a lot where they think it's just for home births, but I find that having a doula at a hospital is sometimes way more beneficial because we can explain... Um, all, all of the things that the doctors sometimes don't have time to slow down and to help explain. So, like, the, you know, this bag they're hooking you up to does this, this, and this. Oh, yeah. Or they're checking you for this, this, and this. Um, or don't freak out. I know that, that this looks scary, but they're just getting their, getting their tools ready for this. Yeah. Um, Which, that honestly sounds super common because I yeah. actually, um, you guys don't know this, but I went to um, Maggie's meeting that she has, a meeting of doulas, like, at the last Saturday of every uh, month. They just get together and kind of talk about their industry and what they do and stuff and um it's it, I found it so interesting because um one of my professors at school she was actually did her dissertation she's had like seven kids and she mm. did her dissertation um about the confines that like how doctors make you conform to what they think right. is right because uh she was running into so many young mothers that are saying oh my doctor said this my doctor said I couldn't do this couldn't mm -hmm. do this and I feel like the doula is so awesome because you guys truly empower the the mom right. to just be like, no, this is my pregnancy. This is how I feel. Feel this is this is where I want to be in my state of mind and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, I know you have a job, but this is also my body and my time, my baby. Yeah, and definitely. That's so important. That doesn't. I feel like that does take a huge back seat to yeah. what the doctor says, because the doctor's dr like in the driver's seat and the passenger seat. It feels like mm -hmm. when um, they're uh, when you're during a pregnancy. I mean, I've never really. I've never carried a pregnancy all the way mm -hmm. through but that's what I've kind of seen and I could see how that could be because um, then I've also seen women who like go into labor and then they go get pizza for a couple hours yeah exactly because <laughs> they don't want to go sit in a hospital yeah. forever because hospitals are gross dirty and like 
cold. Yeah. You know, and like not a super fun place to bring a baby into the world. Right. You know, like I've also seen women give birth in creeks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like that's cool, and I'm it's groovy. I'm into it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then um, I actually um, was on Instagram a while ago, and Maggie was doing a live, and she was making um, placenta capsules. Yeah. And that blew my mind to pieces. <laughs> so why don't we walk through what that Absolutely. is like? Because it was crazy. It was super to watch fun it. to have you <laughs> on the live great. feed. You were asking some really great questions. Because I had never seen yeah. stuff like that before. I was like, oh my god, that's someone's innards, and now it's like jerky, and now it's powder. And now it's in a capsule. Whoa. Yeah, and you ask, like, a lot of, like, really great questions that I just take for granted, like, that I never thought of. Um, So placenta encapsulation is when you... uh, take the placenta, um, I'll like inspect it, make sure that, you know, all the pieces are there. Cause if it's not, then you need to go back to the doctor to get them removed. Cause you could get an infection and get, oh, in, okay. and, like, get really sick. So I check to make sure that everything is there. And another then perk of having a doula. Cause how would you know <laughs> right. if it was hanging out in there? Yeah. Um, and then I'll, and then I'll wash it. I'll make a placenta print if that's something that you want. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think they're really beautiful. Sometimes it freaks people out, but, um, you'll do like food color on it and then some watercolor paper and then they make a really great uh, keepsake because this is the only organ that you know humans or all mammals grow for the purpose of having a having a baby and then they dispel them okay so i didn't know it's an actual organ yeah that's wild um so and then i'll cut it up and i'll dehydrate it and then i grind it and i put it into a into a capsule so whenever you get it it just looks like a vitamin it doesn't look like a placenta anymore like i saw it happen yeah i saw it happen and i was just like oh my goodness but now like uh even hearing it again it's just wild no it's okay i'm loud too she can turn it down it's fine um but like uh oh gosh uh that's why i wanted to have you on because like I'm a, I'm a female, like I got all the parts down there, you know, and I am so uneducated on all of this. And mm-hmm. then all of my focus and energy truly goes to um, just not getting pregnant and having a kid. Right. Yeah. So it's just, I have no time to like educate Think myself or feel empowered by my ability mm-hmm. and like this kind of equalizer that all of us have, all women have in this power and how beautiful it is. And it's like meeting you and seeing some of the things you do, it really, um, and then going to the meeting and seeing the passion that you guys have it truly like kind of made me pause and be like wow this is like this is something that gets looked over all the time especially by me even too and it's just like it's it truly is a beautiful empowering thing Mm -hmm. and um I think that it's there's definitely something to be said for people like you who are looking honestly just to empower women yeah definitely and um kind of bring us together and help bring a life into the world because people kind of um people think that women can just do it and it's just not the case Mm -hmm. you know you need help you can't do it really alone it's Mm -hmm. hard and um i'm just and i think like whether you want kids or not it's just important to know like what your body is capable of Mm -hmm. and then you know once you once you empower and you educate yourself then you're able to empower and educate other people because i've had lots of girlfriends come to me and they'll be like hey this and this is happening, should I go to a doctor? Or, you know, my friend is having this and this, 
you know, is there some kind of teas or herbs that I can take to like help? So it's really cool just like the questions that I get from friends and like from family, just just about like your body overall, not just baby wise. I don't think I would know what to do for a second. You know what I'm saying? Right. And my listeners and the people that know me super well or at all really because I don't shut up about it. I am super <laughs> pro-choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that just means people kind of um, dichotomize this into pro-choice means abortion all the time. Um, pro-life means no abortions ever and babies all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's pro-choice, mom or not. Like, you get to choose. Is this the right time for me or not? Right. And um, I think that something that's it's kind of in its early stages and I'm kind of going to be a little bit of an innovator here, a little uh, controversial. I myself have had two abortions Mm -hmm. and I don't regret them. And I don't think that women should be shamed for them. They were early AF because one thing I do do is um, I listen to my body super well. Mm -hmm. I take pregnancy tests, I take pills, I take pregnancy tests. Like if I think that something's off, um, both of mine were like, they barely, they were like, we don't know if we can do it because it's so early. So definitely, yeah. I think that's something to be said. You need, if you're going to be sexually active, no matter what, you want to listen to your body mm-hmm. because you don't want to put yourself, your partner, and then this new baby that just kind of popped into existence, you know, um, through a late term or an unwanted pregnancy. And then it's not going to get its, um, nutrients or it's not going to, it's not going to be, you're not prepared to enter this life. I have this life enter the world with you. Yeah. And um, so I had I've had two early uh, term abortions and I don't feel regret. I don't think that you should. I think you should listen to your body. I think that you should know your life, know yourself. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that I I don't know if I ever want kids, but like that's where we live in America. And honestly, it's going away because last uh, not I think last year or the end of last uh, places like Georgia and um, Texas and uh, I think it was Idaho passed such strict abortion laws. You know, um, at six weeks, you can't get an abortion anymore. And that's when some women even know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I knew both times at four. You know what I'm saying? Right, because you gotta wait until, you know, you miss the next period or whatever. Yeah, and I... To really get any symptoms. I was so, um, I was just so on it because I just... I just don't want to put a baby through that. I don't put myself through yeah, that. Like, right. if you can just take the pills and it's just a, a gamut cell mm-hmm. at that point, things can just go easier, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that we should support women who've had abortions because, um, and they shouldn't feel shamed, that you shouldn't be shamed into hiding that you've had an abortion. Mm-hmm. It should be, um, fr- you should be free to talk about it because yeah, there's definitely. a younger generation of girls right behind you who are just now becoming yeah. sexually active. And these, we don't want a whole new generation of teen moms unless they, have a, have they get their pregnancy and their teenager and they still right. they still just want to be a mom so bad that's still their choice mm-hmm. i think that even if you're a minor and you become a mother you should have that choice is yours mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you should never have um a, your pregnancy term terminated against your will yeah you know but um right we have to have these conversations and i'm not saying normalize it but i'm just saying um uh take the shame mm-hmm. away really yeah. because we have the power to choose and we have the power to create you know, how do you Absolutely. feel about that in these laws? I think every, you know, everyone's situation is different. Like Exactly. The, like the way you became pregnant, whether, you know, that was rape or whatever. Consensual rape And, you know, how your family life is, how mm-hmm. your financial life is, um, whether you're married or not, whether both partners want the baby or not. Yeah. There's so much that we don't know whenever a person chooses to get an abortion. So, I mean, shame on whoever says you shouldn't get one. Exactly. People think that, like, 
people think that it's just like you're pregnant you need to have that baby it's like mm -hmm. what if they have a drug right. problem what if they have a drinking problem what if yeah. they have what if they're an abusive relationship yeah. what if they were um what if they're in a relationship where um i just talked to a girl a couple months ago she didn't know what feminism was i was in my room doing my homework and my uh my shitty roommate's girlfriend was like hey let's talk and i'm like okay <laughs> and she's just like well i was in a relationship recently where like i had to i felt like i owed him sex and oh, stuff yeah. like that like can you imagine getting pregnant in a relationship where you feel yeah. like you owe sex and they just took it from you right he would like uh, she said she, he would like um and then like how would that kid feel like exactly. you know i owe them this or like you know they won't be happy with me like there's some kind of and then like yeah. resentment could form it's just right i truly believe that like when and if I have a child, I totally want to be like just set up. I want to be able to do their room. I want to be able to like just make it cool for them. <laughs> to like give them everything. Exactly. Yeah. I want to bring them into the best situation I can because right. I was brought into a situation and my dad didn't touch me for six months because I was female. Yeah. Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. And surprise, surprise, who's got daddy issues? Me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like, um, we, I think that we just spend so much time thinking about not terminating a pregnancy mm -hmm. or like controlling people's right to choose mm -hmm. we should be focused on the quality of life that mm -hmm. we can give this child yeah. you know and i think there's also a huge misconception on what you know an abortion is i think a lot of people think that you walk in you fill out some paperwork you pay him you get a pill and you go home but there's like a couple of like appointments you have to go to and oh, if they the, shame you and if the, the doctor is sick or out of town then you gotta wait like another week and you gotta like watch like a video right you you get shamed a little bit yeah you, you have to wait a whole other 24 hours exactly um i've never had like a super inducive abortion thankfully uh -huh. like i just have been on that but if you have no shame like if you weren't there in your life and you just didn't know no shame at all you know what I'm saying but um yeah they make you sign this stuff like do you know that yeah. you're a murderer and it's like oh my god mm -hmm. no I'm not like this this person doesn't even hear you it's a mm -hmm. gamut cell yeah. you know and I'm doing them a favor I'm doing us all a favor I'm I don't have a full-time job I'm a college student you yeah. know and then also on top of that I'm so selfish mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying I gotta mother myself for a while I came Definitely. from a weird situation as a child I and as in my adulthood I'm like oh I need to like parent myself mm -hmm. I need to learn some things you know what I'm saying yeah. and um, I just feel like I feel like um, if you if you need to have an abortion, if you feel like you have to have an abortion, don't feel ashamed, you know. And mm -hmm. um, but if you don't and you choose motherhood, try to reach out and find these people. Even if your family's not going to help you and they look down on you, there's people like Maggie who will mm -hmm. help you. These doulas, yeah, they're everywhere, is what I found. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's um, a, there's a new training out to be an abortion doula, and oh really? I really wanted to go take it, but I had to work, so I sadly couldn't. But one of my very close friends, she took the abortion doula doula training and like what that is is that the doula will go to the clinic with you mm -hmm. um oh, and nice. yeah and you know they kind of you know help because like you said like they pressure you and they shame you and so the doula is there to help support you and support your uh, wishes and then the doula will also use your language so like awesome. if you're calling it you're calling it your baby or if you're calling it just the fetus then the pregnancy or right okay. then the doula will help mimic that kind of language to, to help that I mentally yeah, because exactly yeah and they'll go to your house with you while while the abortion is actually taking place and they'll beautiful. you know make you food they'll give you like a blanket and they like it's like the mothering you I'm so yeah. touched right now that's <laughs> 
beautiful. It's really because cool. it's so lame. You sit in the clinic for hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you just get these pills that make you sick mm -hmm. and you feel shitty. And sometimes you know? if it's not early enough, it really is like a labor. And so you need a doula there too to help you with some comfort yeah, measures. No, yeah. my, my cousin, she, um, she didn't have an abortion. She just miscarried very late. Oh, and she had to go through a labor and it was very intrusive and traumatic for her. Definitely. You know, and like, um, then right after this miscarriage, she like felt like she had to have a baby. And I feel so bad for ch women that like have that happen. Like they get accidentally pregnant and then they go through the trauma of like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. Oh my God. And then they're like, and then they're at peace with it. They're like, I want it now. Mm -hmm. And then they lose it. And then they're just like, but I'm already in mom mode. Yeah. And I feel like now I yeah. need to be a mom. And it's just like, no, you don't have mm -hmm. to be a mom yet. Like it will happen again. Mm -hmm. You know, this was just this one time. We live in us a, a universe of infinite randomness, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's just like it's just like it's not a bad thing or or anything like this that this happened. It's just it just happened. Mm -hmm. And it, that means that your body works, that you can get pregnant. Yeah. There's certain things, it's like there's a bright side, a silver lining. Like that's kinda how I thought about it. It's like I can get pregnant, I can hold yeah. a baby. You know what I'm saying? Right. And my body can do this, but like I don't have to do this, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And um, I think that I've seen so many young women fall into that and I kind of feel sorry for them because I feel like they feel like they have to almost do right by their baby that they lost, out, which mm -hmm. was out of their control. And um, I just, I don't, I feel like they shouldn't feel that pressure. I feel like women feel, just feel pressured mm -hmm. so many steps along the way to mm -hmm. have the baby, to not have the baby, to get over it, to be excited, to yeah. get ready. And there's so much pressure on them. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I, um, I think it's really important um, like to know that you're not alone because miscarriages are a whole lot more common than we know because it is hard to talk about. It is hard to share because mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times there is like a lot of guilt um, feeling like you did something wrong or your body wasn't good enough. Um, so same thing with, you know, like, like the more you're able to talk and to share about your miscarriage experience, then that can also help other people. And same thing with abortions. They're more common than we think because no one talks about them. So if you are able to share your to share your story, then, then that helps other people. It truly does. I mean, like, just like for shits and gigs, call um, the local abortion clinic for uh, Texas, by the way, is like Texas Women's Health, and it's out in Fort Worth, and you gotta go all the way out there two days in a row, but you just call them and you just see how busy they are. Don't mm -hmm. Even like, good luck with Planned Parenthood. There's so many women trying to get abortions and they can't. Mm -hmm. And then our um, state, especially our, Texas, is like leading the way in shutting down abortion mm -hmm. clinics. They've shut down, um, they, in the last couple of years, they shut down 50% because they were able to like um, put all these rules and regulations on the equipment. It had to be like, cutting edge and super up to date and just just super costly you know what i'm saying so that mm -hmm. only means that the mothers have to pay more so abortions cost like upwards of a thousand dollars 700 to a thousand dollars you know what i'm saying so then these people have to constantly be updating their equipment and their what in their procedure you know what i'm saying so that only means more training more uh, education more uh, like mm -hmm. employees, more equipment, more doctors, and that just means more caught, like it's just more intrusive on someone's wallet. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. already, so if you go into an abortion clinic's waiting room, there's girls sitting there staring blankly, there's girls crying, there's people, there's grown women there alone, and you know that they're in yeah. and out like a demon's whisper because they got 
They're 43. They got pregnant because they're a woman. They're sexually active because mm-hmm. women like sex too. You know what I'm saying? And like, it just happens. You know, yeah. it just, it's just, it's just it, we just live in a universe of infinite randomness. And this doesn't mean this, again, this focus on abortion doesn't mean not to be a mother. I never want that. I just so badly mm-hmm. want um, the women yeah. and the quality of the life of the children to improve and us to not be shamed mm-hmm. for our right to choose, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's this great TV show that I love. It's called uh, Working Moms. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she and her husband are like a, they're like psychologists. They're really funny. They already have two kids that they love. And then they accidentally get pregnant with a third kid. And they talk about it a lot. And they make the decision to go get an abortion because mm-hmm. they already have two. They And they didn't want more. And, like, sometimes it is families who mm-hmm. who are just done. They have they're, their yeah. 2.5 children and they're just done. Because, yeah. like, in America you want 2.5 children and stuff <laughs> like that. And But they already have their two kids and they're so comfortable. Right. And they feel like they can give these two kids, like, everything they yeah. need they're same for college and like yeah sometimes yeah I just it really bugs me that there's a misconception that it's like crazy teenage girls who just can't stop having it's sex not, and like yeah. it's all their fault but sometimes it is you know 45 year old women with a career you know who just don't want that and the thing is, yeah. is if you are sexually active like my friend my friend Cindy came over the other day oh I should have said her name she'll be bad um, <laughs> but she was like I think I have a sex addiction and I'm like Sydney, no, you're just a person with a yeah. sex drive. And our society has made me made it to where you're a woman, so you can't have a sex drive unless you want a baby. And that's just not it. Like, she likes to have sex, and she's a grown woman, mm-hmm. and she's consensual. And these men, like, these men get sad because she'll fuck them and leave them. And then she <laughs> showed me these, she showed me these texts, and they are sad. They are upset. They're saying, Sydney, please, how are you going to give me the best pussy I ever had? And leave? Oh, sorry, Sydney. God damn. Oh no! And they're like, "How are you gonna give me the best pussy I ever had and leave?" And she's just—they are sad, and we were just laughing at them. I mean, good for her. No, yeah, she be getting it. I'm so happy for her. And then the thing is, is like me and her and our sex drive were so different. Like, Mm -hmm. I am weird sexually. Honestly, I am strange. I am. uh, I have not. Like, I just. I don't know. I'm even talking about it right in this moment. I'm like, "Ah." you're hilarious. No, I for real. She's like blushing over here. I really. I really am. I just can't. But, like, uh, yeah, she's so different. And it's just like, no, like, we are people with mm-hmm. sex drives. We have clitorises, and yeah. we have the inside, which also feels real good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that, like, like that society, I mean, for millions of years, have described men as sexual beings, but never women as, like, sexual beings. And then forgave them for it. Yeah, um, there's this movement I've been following, and this lady is trying to get the female anatomy accurately re- re- represented into the textbooks like if you look at male and female anatomy and you look at the men's page you know with the penis it's so detailed yeah. and every single part has a label and a big description you look at the female side there's like the uterus and the outer like labia and those have descriptions yeah. but no one talks about the like about the clitoris and the inside structure. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who don't even know that the clitoris goes inside beyond what you see on the outside. Yeah. So, like, she's trying to rewrite all of the textbooks, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Because, like, when I... Honestly, like, I could... I feel like I can name most of it on a diagram, but honestly, it doesn't super come to mind. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, but the picture that you you see, it's just like one or two things. But so much about a vagina and stuff Mm -hmm. is like tissue. You know, like so much of it has to do with like 
the insides in it's just it's so complex mm -hmm. and you're right like through history we've been the madonna whore complex you exactly. know what i'm saying we're supposed to be super pure mm -hmm. and um so like just all in like a monogam in monogamy and just so true and virtuous and mm -hmm. stuff and the man can just dit like stick his dick in anything right. you know and they're just forgiven for it and they can just they can even make child they can make the children with anybody mm -hmm. and they're forgiven about it it's her fault no no right. no you know what i'm that. saying yeah. but um i just really i don't know i just really want women to be empowered i want w mothers to be empowered mm -hmm. to reach out for help and not feel bad that they need help mm -hmm. because their choice to be a mother shouldn't be they shouldn't feel bad for that they should feel empowered and if there Definitely. aren't people around that are going to empower you you can find them like um why don't you give your um uh, Instagram line. one more time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so my Instagram is just Blue Bonnet Birth Services, and then my Facebook is Denton Blue Bonnet Birth Services, um, and then my website is BlueBonnetBirthServices.com, and um, yeah, so everything is She's pretty a, consistent. Yeah, and if you are if you if you are a listener and you're not exactly in Denton, I'm sure if you reached if you were a mother and you felt like you had no support, if you reached out to Maggie, mm -hmm. she could she knows someone because I'm telling you she knows a group of doulas yeah, she knows, she's so knowledgeable in this field and just just field of compassion really which Thank is you. really what gets me excited it's just a field of compassion mm -hmm. it's beautiful it truly is Thank it you. truly is beautiful like it almost made like <laughs> makes me a little emotional but the thing is is like just reach out because she will make sure that she finds somebody that wants to work with you yeah. even I bet they'll work with you with payment stuff I bet they'll work with you with anything because at the end of the day these doulas it's not about money it's about quality of pregnancy quality yeah. of life for the mom and the baby Definitely. and not feeling alone because this is such a huge step for you both mm -hmm. that it, um, these women are so incredibly passionate. It's so, so stinking beautiful. I just can't <laughs> with it. You know what I'm saying? Just reach out to Blue Bonnet Birth Services and check her out. She's definitely, definitely worth it. She's so knowledgeable. Then you, she does Instagram Lives, and you'll just be blown apart with what she does on her <laughs> Instagram so Live. I swear to God, I was just sitting there with my mouth open the whole time. I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, I couldn't even. And the thing is, is birth was so such a scary is such a scary concept to me. But the fact that I know that these 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 women are out here helping other women truly not just saying women helping other women and then just being horrid like a lot of women are they're actually helping other women and actually making a difference in people's lives and in babies lives you know mm -hmm. it's just just reach out if you feel alone because you don't have to feel alone Absolutely. and if you choose to get an abortion don't be ashamed it's the right choice for mm -hmm. you because you made it and then if you choose to be a mother don't be ashamed because there's a whole group of people waiting to empower you Absolutely. there's a whole group of doulas and midwives waiting to empower you and you um, should be empowered because look at what you can do look at what you can create it's so yeah. beautiful like before I met Maggie I truly did really kind of take it for granted and all of my focus went on just not getting pregnant because I was so afraid <laughs> yeah and still a lot of my energy goes to that but like I have a new appreciation for it mm -hmm. and just a new passion like just it's so serene and almost like sacred yeah it's beautiful absolutely. it truly is I really respect what you do Maggie thank you I truly do is there anything any message that we didn't cover that you really wanted to cover anything anything at all I don't think so um yeah I just want y'all to all know that you're not alone and I serve all of DFW so if I can't serve you I can find somebody who can because I have a lot of friends and they're all great and then I have friends that have friends but you know text messages and emails are free so if you just have a For question sure. or you're worried or scared just 
just like hit me up and we will talk or we will grab some coffee. It's no big deal. So yeah, I just don't want you to ever in, feel alone at anything. Exactly. If you're in crisis, if you're in anything, she, she will help you. They will help you. These women are so freaking passionate. Like they are so freaking passionate. You can feel it when you get around them. It's awesome. So just go on Instagram, type in Blue Bonnet Bird Services, see Maggie. You'll love her. Her um, little insignia is like a cactus, a uterus and vagina made out of cactus, cacti <laughs> and flowers. It's so cool. It's like the coolest thing. <laughs> Thank you. And she does all kinds of services and there's this whole world of doula and midwives that is just waiting for you yeah. if you need advice. It, like like she said, there's even Absolutely. the doulas for the abortion. So if you need someone to talk mm -hmm. to you about an abortion, hit her up and she'll probably know someone yeah, who has you. done point the abortion. Right, exactly. Right exactly. And it'll help mm -hmm you make that decision so just well I guess the message of this podcast is be empowered and don't feel alone mm -hmm. because you're not mm -hmm. women are here to help you mm -hmm. women like Maggie and they are super passionate just reach out to her on Instagram or Facebook at Blue Bonnet Birth Services and she will be more than happy to point you in the right direction or to give you advice because you shouldn't feel alone in any stage if you're choosing to keep if you're choosing Absolutely. to not and I'm just so happy mm -hmm. I'm so happy you came on today Thank I feel you so like much. this message uh, this message is so important for yeah. women it's important to me now mm -hmm. honestly because anything rooted in compassion and women helping other women that is what I'm about yeah here on the pipeline we do women's issues first and foremost and then <laughs> world news because women's issues are so important yeah. to me you know so unfortunately um, oh go ahead go I'm ahead. sorry I just wanted to throw this out there so baby or no baby I do want to say that uh, midwives also do like a well woman care so if doctors aren't your thing you don't like going to see the OBGYN for your yearly midwives also offer that too so sometimes that that's a cooler option I didn't know that at all yeah. I didn't know that. and the midwives are like honestly OBGYNs I've had mine like all like the clamps and the thing right. and it's just like it's cold it's weird and the I've met I met the <laughs> midwife at your meeting and yeah. she's so nice and warm and like she was speaking and she's like one of my clients is miscarrying right now so can I have my phone like right. they drop everything Absolutely. for you it's beautiful it's so freaking beautiful i just love it <laughs> just it's wanted to women out there. helping other women it's great <laughs> be empowered don't be alone this is the pipeline and we're gonna cry and hold each other after this <laughs> this has been maggie with at blue bonnet birth services if you're scared if you're alone if you don't know what to do reach out to her this industry exists and they want to help you super bad Absolutely. okay so is there anything else you want to say thank you so much piper oh my god Maggie! sorry for <laughs> shouting into my microphone more but you are so welcome and uh i love you i love what you do i love the doulas oh my I, i'm getting emotional we got it in this here thank you guys for listening to the pipeline thank you the study dallas for being awesome always these these two women work harder than anyone i've ever met they make me feel like a bum because i am one a little bit but they be getting it and I love them and just go check out the study Dallas download a podcast listen to it all the way through and then honestly Absolutely. with that podcast hit up at 408 farms for some stinky stinky weed and just smoke on it and love life and be empowered and this is the pipeline and I just can't even anymore <laughs> this episode so we're gonna end it here uh, girl power <laughs> stay right there Thank you. Bye.